bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. Hold your airwaves, Hoster. Hello, Chicago. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We have a jam-packed show this week. A whole lot of people hollering us today. Two of my Mendel Monarch brothers who are head football coaches from the Chicago Public League and are taking their teams into the second round of these IHSA Football State Playoffs. Coach Brian Bradley from Urban Prep, Bronzeville, and Benjamin McCall from Gwendolyn Brooks chat with us on the Holla Hotline. We have another student report on the Tav Eagles from our H2S2 reporting crew member Alex Burston joins us. We have another basketball preview. We sit down with prospective Leadership Academy Warriors head boys basketball coach Curtis Strong and five of his shining stars. We'll also have updates on the state playoffs in girls volleyball. We'll hear how three schools out of the Chicago Public League fared at sectional semifinals and how two schools came out in Class 1A and 2A boys soccer. We invite everyone to follow and holler at us on our social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page. We appreciate the love from you. Remember, check us out on Facebook Live during our H2S2 coverage at games throughout the city. Coming up next, we talk state football playoffs with coaches from Urban Prep, Bronzeville, Brian Bradley, and Gwendolyn Brooks, Benjamin McCall, our special guest on the Holler Phone Lines. Next on the High School Holler Sports Show. This is Maurice Reese representing Perspective Warriors basketball team. This is Kyrie Townsend with the Perspective Warriors basketball team. You are tuned into the High School Holler Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. I'm Coach Strong, coach of the Perspectives Warriors, and we support H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 scoreboard brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on their Facebook page. Search for the name David Solomon, the official sponsor of the H2S2 scoreboard. It's the second week of the IHSA State Playoffs. We enter round two games that will take place across the state. Kickoff for a few of those games are less than an hour away last week. 22 Chicago area schools from the Chicago Public League entered the state playoffs in each of the eight football classes. Today we are down to five schools still holding it down for CPS and the city of Chicago. Earlier we had an opportunity to talk to two of the coaches competing in class 4A and 5A via telephone about their team's journey, making it through to the second round, and whose teams will be hosting games today here in Chicago. Here's two of my Mendel Monarch brothers from Urban Prep Bronzeville, head football coach Brian Bradley, who Lions will be competing in Class 4A, and another Mendel man from Gwendolyn Brooks, 
coach Benjamin McCall, whose Eagles are making their run in Class 5A. They share their team's experience and the journey it took to get here. Exclusive hot new high school holla. take a look at the IHSA state football playoffs and those Chicago area schools who will be competing in today's second round, one of which is the Urban Prep Bronzeville Lions and their head football coach Brian Bradley, who I might add is one of two Mendel Monarch alumni. I always got a shout out to my Blue Smoke family out there. Joining us on the Holla Hotline, Coach Bradley, thank you for joining us on the H2S2 show. Thank you for having me on the show. You go, Blue Smoke. I got to put that in there, bro. <laughs> I want to start off by just telling the people it must be a tremendous feeling coaching these young men and advancing in these state playoffs. Tell us how it feels as a coach. It's been a great feeling. We set out on a journey back in November last year when we were bounced out of the first round. Not to let that happen again. And they have been very dedicated to that process, starting with weightlifting, off-season training, making sure they graze right, taking care of summer, and just putting in all the work it takes to get just to this point. So we had several goals that we wanted checked off, and we were able to check them all off, and now everything else is just a plus. You guys went 9-1 overall, 5-0 in the Chicago Public League Heartland Conference. What did you learn throughout the year through the journey to get this far? That the group this year that we have, they overcome a lot. They had a lot of trials and tribulations within their season. And every little bump in the road, they were able to pick themselves up and push forward. Uh, a lot of changes with the program at different positions, and no one is bigger than the team. So no matter what changes we made, the team stayed together and got better and better as the season went on. So Coach Bradley, tell us about this great win last week. Well, we knew we was bigger than them, size-wise. I know my front four put the pressure on without any blitzes on, and we shut down their run game. They love to run the ball, saying that with the hand. So we had to make them do things they're uncomfortable with, and they had to pass the ball. So we were able to shut down the run. And our offense was severe explosive. We had over 200-plus rushing yards from our running back, the sophomore Dwayne Johnson. And we were just able to keep the pressure on them and control the tempo of the game the whole four quarters. How was those kids' reaction after that game? They was happy because there was a check mark in our goal list, but they still home. They want more. They believe that they can take as far as they're allowed them to. At the beginning of this season, we wanted to be 14 and 0, and we had that as a slogan. Now we just take 13 and 1, and we'd be happy with that. Now tell us about your coaching staff. Well, Coach Corey has been around uh, Pop Warner in high school football for several years. The defensive coordinator, we didn't work close together because I'm a defensive-minded coach. And we help scheme teams, they help shut teams down. That's probably most, one of the most joyful teams. Coach Fry, a special team coach, has been all over the city, uh, been a head coach, very knowledgeable of everything else, keep me on point in line, make sure my eyes are dotted and my teams across. And we have a young uh, Coach Crowder, the offensive coordinator, who brings the extra to our style of football and get our uh, guys out in open space and get through the ball. We have one more um, a volunteer coach, Coach Dre, who's up in the booth for us, who's our eagles, eyes in the sky, who gets all, all the information during the game. So we all have our roles and our parts, and we put the pieces together to just keep this engine running. Got to talk about some of the key players that have led this success of your team making it this far. Tell us about some of those shining stars. Well, we got started off with our captain, senior, John Glover, 19 touchdowns on the offensive side of the ball. Defense was still here, two interceptions last week and two touchdowns. He, he calls all the secondary calls during the game. Just very intelligent, sports-wise, high IQ. Marquise Martin, big boy, lead our line on both sides, run stop, defensive tackle. And also we have our sophomore, Dwayne Johnson, our running back. We had 200 yards last game. He just set the tone and the pace. But it can't go without having our freshman quarterback, Nassan Johnson, we call him Mac. We started for the last three games, who really taking the leadership role of taking these juniors and seniors to the next level. Coach, did I hear you right, Coach Bradley? You said a freshman. Our freshman quarterback, probably one of the best in 
I will keep it in mind, then no doubt we're talking about the second round and your opponent. Tell us what you know about the opponent that you'll be facing, Marengo. Very disciplined. High power offense, good defense, always in the right spot at the right time. It's going to be one of those fun games that you go in with the challenge, and hopefully you come out on top by doing everything right. The way they move the ball up and down, high pace, just clockwork. They're going to be an excellent opponent to see where we stand in this 4A state series. And we want to tell all our fans and listeners out there, from the Lion fans all throughout the Chicago area, this game is going to be played at Gately Stadium, right, Coach? At 4.30 p.m. is the kickoff, right? Yes, sir. And we encouraging everybody. I'm even calling out the Mendel Monarchs, man. You all we got right now. You and Coach McCall, y'all all we got to keep the Mendel flag rolling. So we calling out everybody in the city to come on out and support the Urban Prep Line. Yeah, support us both. They play at 1 o'clock on that beautiful blue turf back there in front of the old, old Mendel. And we'll be at Gates Down Street where we used to have our home game. Blue smoke all day, baby. All, all day. day. So people can make both games, so there ain't no excuses. Because Bradley, we like to give all our guests an opportunity to holler out to the people that have not only supported you and the Urban Prep Lions and have been behind you guys all season long. Take this opportunity, as we say on the show, holler out to your family, friends, and supporters. Okay, first and foremost, I got to holler out to my wife that's running Bradley for all the support that she gives me, allowing me to be able to do these things. Coach Mike Willis for allowing me to come to Urban Prep and all the administrations at school, the Urban Prep, all three campuses are very supportive. And just everyone loves football and CPS ball. Don't see us play. We're the real deal. And I believe it. And Coach Bradley, all the best this afternoon. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. High School Holler. We are talking IHSA State Football playoffs with Gwendolyn Brooks Eagles head football coach Benjamin McCall welcome to the H2S2 show hey thanks for having me I gotta start off by saying congratulations on not only just making it to the state playoffs but advancing to the second round start by just telling us how did that feel last week that big win it was very satisfying especially uh based on our record last year we finished one and eight and we made it to state so you know, that's kind of my little mantra right now. One and eight, go to state. So fantastic. I love it. Tell us about the journey it took to get the Eagles sick. Well, certainly, uh, it, you know, it even starts early in the summer. We uh, start in the spring, you know, lifting, doing a little running. Once the summer hits, we work around, try to work around the kids' work schedules and family vacation schedules. So we were in two or three seven-on-sevens to work on our passing game, uh, which is a big part of our uh, offense, and uh, then some lineman challenges. So a lot of hard work, a lot of sweat, uh, a lot of pushing and, and, you know, persevering. So it wasn't overnight, that's for sure. (laughs) And, Coach, when you think back to over the summer, when you, you and your coaching staff evaluating this squad, did you see this squad with the potential it has? You know, to be honest with you, we um, we got a pretty good core of seniors. So these guys, uh, we were really close in about four or five games in the first half last year that we eventually lost due to our depth wasn't there. So our core of seniors this year have, have done a great job of getting the younger guys to come out, getting the younger guys to put in that little extra effort. We saw the potential, but, you know, potential in anything until you realize it and the reality comes out. So we thought we had a chance and we were very fortunate with minimal injuries to get to this point and uh, we feel very fortunate to be moving on. Well, Coach, I definitely got to give you an opportunity to talk about some of the young men who were key to the Eagles' success. Tell us about some of the young men on this squad. Well, absolutely. It all starts with our four captains who are seniors. John Diaz, uh, who has about 900 yards receiving, six touchdowns catching, quite a threat. Eric Gibson, uh, one of our big linemen, 6'2", about 315, plays offense and defense for us. Uh, Joel Barrows, who has uh, six touchdown catches and also has a force fumble in every game, plays defensive end and wide receiver for us. And then our quarterback, who's kind of the 
host of our team, uh, Darren Cotton Jr., who's thrown for over 2,100 yards, rushed for over 800 yards, and uh, 21 touchdown passes. So uh, we've got some legitimate athletes that are at the foundation of our team, and they pound on the post of our team. Ooh-wee! Coach McCall, did I hear you say that one of them young men has a forced fumble in about every game? Yes, yes. That's remarkable. That's talent right there, man. That's talent. As much as we talk about the young men, I got to give you the opportunity to talk about the coaches on your staff who have assisted you in getting these Eagles ready. Tell us about your coaching staff. Absolutely. Um, my uh, most seasoned coach, uh, Orrin James, uh, is our defensive coordinator. He's been with me for the four years that I've been there, and uh, he does a nice job. And he also has a son on the team that's a tailback for us that does a good job. Then our offensive line coach, Coach Adams, Omar Adams Sr., that's the defensive line coach who also has a son, a junior that's 6'2", on our team. And then our newest addition is uh, Coach Steve Thrash, uh, who's uh, a Chicago public school product, uh, played at Dunbar on a couple of their city championship teams, so he knows what it takes to win, and he's been a real nice addition to our staff this year. Well, Coach, you guys get to take on Sterling High School. What do you know about your opponents coming into this game? Well, I know that they didn't get to be 9-1 and one by mistake. Um, <laughs> fortunately, the, uh, the state rules for state playoffs says you can't play two home games in a row, so they do have to come to us today to play. So they're a good team. They're well balanced. They seem to be well disciplined. Got some uh, good skill positions. They got some size. We'll be up to the challenge for sure. But uh, we know we'll have our work cut out for us. Just so our listeners know, the game is this afternoon, 1 p.m. at Gwendolyn Brooks High School, 111th and King Drive, 111th Street. However you get there, make your way there to Gwendolyn Brooks High School because we want to pack it out, don't we, Coach McCall? Absolutely. Please come on out today and support us. You know, the more support we have, the kids feed off that energy, and we'll need all the energy we can get today to try to uh, pull out a victory. Well, Coach, I want to give you a quick moment because I know you got to get all set for today's ball game. What would you like to say to the Brooks Eagles fans that have supported not only you and your coaching staff, but these young men all season long? You know, it's, it's been uh, it's been a journey for them as well. Uh, like I said, from from one and eight to making state, and they have come out uh, supported us all season. We were fortunate enough to have five home games, and uh, they usually fill the stands for us. So we'd like some more of that today. And and uh, go Eagles, we'll do our best. Well, I don't have no doubt about that. Coach Benjamin McCall, we wish you and the Brooks Eagles all the best this afternoon. Coach, as soon as I'm done here, I'm riding out. I'll meet you out there on the field. Appreciate your time, Coach. Oh, all right, I look forward to seeing you. Thanks a lot. Remember, we have several second-round games this afternoon featuring a few schools from the Chicago Public League, and we encourage everyone, all approximately 2.7 million Chicagoans, to go out and cheer on these schools competing today. Okay, I'll give some of you a break. Those of you who have to work, those of you who are downstate cheering on one of our teams, I'll tell you about in a moment. And those of you who are doing the show with me right now the rest of y'all let's go 500,000 of y'all or so should be in Lena Illinois cheering on our fifth rank or Spartans who are getting set to take on the number fourth rank Lena Winslow High School in class 1A the kickoff is at 1 p.m. I know some of you are heading up I-57 to New Lenox Illinois for the 1 p.m. game in class 7A our number one ranked Simeon Wolverines visit the number 17th ranked Lincoln Way West High School. I know it sounds unfair. The number one seed has to travel to the number 17. Yet, as one of the coaches just mentioned in the interview, a team cannot host two games in a row during the state football playoff. And Simeon did win last week at home. No worries. The Wolverines already won two big games out of state during the regular season. So we ready. We ready, y'all. Next at home, we have three games. You just heard us talk about the Brooks Eagles getting set to battle the second-ranked team in the Class 5A Sterling High School. That's at Gwendolyn Brook High School on 111th and King Drive. I'm going to need a few thousand people in there in a few minutes. Then 
I'm going to need a few more thousand or so to run up the street to Gately Stadium on 103rd right off of King Drive to see the Class 6A 4th-ranked Phillip Wildcats take on the 5th-ranked Prairie Ridge High School from Crystal Lake at Gately Stadium also at 1 p.m. Then let's just all meet up together in the parking lot of Gately Stadium to cheer on the Urban Prep Bronzeville Lions ranked 10th taking on the 5th ranked Marengo High School at 4.30 to end Saturday afternoon with a clean sweep. Let's all see the Chicago Public League go 5-0 today against the rest of the state. That's my overall prediction. That's how I'm saying. If you're traveling to any of the 1 p.m. games, remember, you can always take us with you. Listen to us through iTunes Podcast and SoundCloud. Just subscribe. Search for us under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. So there, I just eliminated all the excuses at least 500,000 Chicagoans may have to go support the Chicago Public Schools and listen to the H2S2 show. Now, there you go. What else you need from me? I done gave you all I got. After the break, we check in with our Taft student reporter, Alex Burstyn, who lets us know all about Taft Eagles. And we also check out Chicago area schools who are still alive in boys soccer and girls volleyball as we continue our update on the rest of the state playoffs. Coming up next on the H2S2 show. Like this. Hi, I'm Alex Burstein, your Taft Eagles student like reporter. This. Catch me on the H2S2 sports show for all things Eagle sports. Let's be real. The odds of a high school athlete getting a college scholarship and making it to the pros are pretty slim. Don't get me wrong, it's okay to dream of becoming a pro athlete, even a famous one. But that's not why I play. My reason why? I love the competition. My reason why is community. My reason why is leadership. My reason why is to challenge myself. My reason why is love for the game. And hey, if we don't make it to the pros or onto the cover of Sports Illustrated, that's okay. Because there's every reason to believe we'll excel in something even bigger than sports. We'll excel in life. There are lots of great reasons to play high school sports. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Welcome back to the High School Hall of Sports show. The H2S2 show has an opportunity for students who enjoy sports as a fan to be a part of the show by becoming a student reporter. You can let us know all about your athletic events taking place at your school, just like our representative from the Half Eagles. We're joined now on the Holla Hotline with Alex Burston, our student reporter rapping for the Eagles at Tab. What's happening, Alex? Uh, nothing much. Once again, another great week of Eagle sports, and I'm excited to talk about it. We know that the Taft Eagles went into the state playoffs on the 8A level. What happened? Well, it was a tough loss, but let's just get started with uh, how the game went out. Taft entered as a 30 seed in Class 8A, so they drew number three overall Oswego, who entered the game undefeated. Surprisingly, near teams had that to go stand turnout, but it was still a perfect night for some football. Not too cold, not too hot. Taft started out boldly. They had an onside kick. Oswego recovered. That set them up at the 49-yard line, but Taft's defense was able to get a fumble on the first drive as Justin Foster picked up a fumble to give Taft possession, but Oswego would eventually get the ball back, and Charles Coleman, the running back, would start for the Panthers with a two-yard rushing touchdown to give Oswego a 7-0 lead. Then the Panthers would force an interception to close out the first quarter, so end of the first, both teams had turnover, and Oswego was up 7-0. So we head into the second, and Oswego would build on a few of their turnovers with a 55-yard rushing touchdown by no one else than Charles Coleman again. He would put the Panthers up 14-0 with 6.03 left in the half, but Taft would respond. They had a touchdown of their own one-yard pass to have the Panthers lead with 1.36 left in the half, so it looked like it would be a one-touchdown game paid into the half. However, Oswego would hurry up the field, and they used a six-yard QB sneak by Noah Parker to extend the lead to 21-7. So heading into the half, 
Oswego had the lead, but Cass is still in it after some bad penalties by Oswego. Cass started out with a kick and started on their own 19-yard line, but Jamal Fonby Jr. for the Oswego wants some action. He got a 26-yard touchdown reception for the Panthers, and then Oswego later would block a punt, setting them up with first and goal, which they would convert. Once again, a 7-yard pass to Jamal Fonby Jr., and just like that, it was 35-7 to Panthers. A lot of bizarre penalties ended the third quarter, and then in the fourth, Oswego forced two turnovers, and then Marcus Tillman and Charles Laird had one and 30-yard rushing touchdowns, respectively, to close out the game 49-7. to So Oswego advanced to round two of the IHSA playoffs where they'll face Loyola Academy, and then Taft is going to start in the Chicago Public League playoffs. That's the good thing, Alex, about the Chicago Public League. You can go downstate. If you fall short, you always got an extended season with the city playoffs. So we wish the Eagles luck on that one. And Alex, what else is going on at Taft? Well, the football game was on Saturday, one of the biggest um, events taking place because swimming was in conference and then also cross country was in sectional. So we'll start in the pool. Last week, I talked about how I had the chance to talk with Jason Polensky. He's the head coach of the Taft Boys and Girls Aquatics Program. And the girls had quite possibly their biggest meet so far this week. They were in the conference. And as I said last week, Coach Polensky had uh, big goals for this. He wanted to finish first because they're not in the toughest CPS conference. So he really wanted to get out of there first and in the state playoffs. And boy, did they get first. They were able to take down Westinghouse, Prosser, Benito Juarez, and Steinmetz, four of the better teams in their conference. They took gold overall, and then one of their biggest events of the meet was the 400 relay. Taft was able to take gold, and I believe Coach Polensky said last week that that was one of their most improved events this season because, as I said, this year is one of their best years yet. So they were able to take gold in that event and overall. So big day for Taft swimming, and now they're just going to prepare for state playoffs. And then cross-country girls and boys were also competing. We'll start with the boys. Two weeks ago, they placed eighth in regionals, which was not enough to advance the team to sectionals. But they did have three individual qualifiers. That was Max Carroll, the junior, Lucas Guyton, the sophomore, and then James McGlashan, the junior. They all advanced to sectionals by placing 24th, 38th, and 40th. However, at sectionals, they all had decent performances, but it was not enough to advance them to the state finals. So congrats to the boys' team for a hard-fought season. And as I said, it was their three sectional advancers were two juniors and a sophomore. So next year, they'll best be back with more experience. They don't have that many graduating seniors, so it'll be interesting to see what they do next year. We're going to move on to the girls, who are currently being out the boys for uh, best cross-country program at Taft. So two weeks ago, they also had sectionals, but they did slightly better. They placed fifth overall in regionals, and that was enough to place them in sectionals. And their outstanding performance there was Sydney Partika. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. She got second overall in the event, so whether or not Taft placed in that regional, she would have moved on, but Taft did place in that, so they moved on to sectionals, and this past weekend, she placed 20th overall as an individual at sectionals, so the team was not good enough to make it to the state finals, but she, for her second straight year, she's a junior, and this is already going to be her second year at state, she'll be going to state finals, that's in Peora today, actually, this Saturday, so definitely a good performance from her, and they'll be interesting to see how she competes against the state best this week in Peora. Congratulations to that young lady and Alec. Another great job. We appreciate what you do. Anybody you want to give a holler to? Give a holler to the cross country programs for a hard fought season and then also the swimming and the football program for continuing their season as they head into the city and state playoffs. And Alex, once again, let's give our listeners where they can catch your podcast Chicago Sports Desk. Yep, you can catch my podcast the Chicago Sports Desk where I cover Chicago sports and occasionally some fast sports at the Chicago Sports Desk that's on Spreaker, YouTube, SoundCloud and social media, Instagram and Twitter so make sure to check that out for all the latest on Chicago sports Alex, have a great rest of your weekend and great job, thank you again Alex. Sure thing, thanks for having me on That was my buddy Alex Bernstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew and student reporter rapping for the Taft Eagles Now, I also want to give out a congratulations to two boys' soccer programs from the Chicago Public League. The Acero Soto Wolves 
who finished fourth in state class 1A boys soccer and also to the Washington Patriots who made it to the super sectional falling short of the state finals in class 2A boys soccer. Congratulations to those schools and those two programs. Now let's move on to some girls volleyball. Earlier this week, we had an opportunity to cover the state semifinal matches in Class 3A girls volleyball that included three Chicago Public League schools. It all took place at Latin School of Chicago on the city's north side. Here's what each of the coaches from each of the schools share with us heading into these semifinal matches. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Here at Latin School of Chicago for the Class 3A IHSA Girls State Volleyball Sectional Semifinals where the Hancock Eagles get set to take on the Latin Romans. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Eagles, Cynthia Mantia. Great opportunity for your girls here at the sectional semifinal. We're excited to be here. It's This is our second appearance. We have a young program. We're only going to graduate two of our starters and we're just happy to be here and get the experience. Take us through the Eagles' entire season and the journey it took to get here. Actually, we've struggled a bit. We had a large line in the beginning, and then just due to some circumstances, girls having to work and the academic rigor being as tough as it is at our school, we've whittled ourselves down to a nice, tight little crew. I want to ask you, who are some of those shining stars, as we like to call them on the show, that has been key for the Eagles getting this far? Well, my senior, my one senior that I have, Claudia, Pantoja, she's number 30. She is an outside, solid foundation for a great server, a good hitter, great captain, excellent leadership skills. And then I have my setter, who is a junior, who never played volleyball until she came to Hancock. And she's really evolved into quite a little player. I'm excited. And she has a younger sister, so we're happy that they can continue that legacy. What do you want to tell the listeners and the fans that have supported your girls? We are so grateful for the support of our fans, our families, our administration. They really have stood behind us and given us a lot of opportunity. What I'd like to say is to all the girls that are out there, the little girls that are out there, that they just need to believe in themselves and know that anything can happen. It doesn't matter. Most of my girls have never touched volleyball before they came to me and now they're sitting here in the semifinal of the sectional for the state. That's an amazing accomplishment. Coach Mantia, we look forward to seeing your girls in action and good luck. Absolutely. Thank you so much. High School Holla. We're joined now with the head coach of the Latin Romans who will be taking on the Hancock Eagles, Coach Bryn Kehoe. An exciting time for your girl. It is, and it's even better when we get to host. <laughs> Let's start by telling us how has season been for the Romans and the journey it took to get here? Well, we returned a lot of our starters from last year, so I feel like we were really able to hit the ground running this season. And that shows, I think, especially in our record, being now 32-2, and two, only two losses on the season, and to very respectable opponents. So I think that we've been able to gel quickly and really bring those younger players along to fill in the gaps and challenge during practice. Well, when we talk about these young players, we like to call them shining stars. Tell us about a few of the shining stars that's been key for the Romans getting this far. Well, as far as underclassmen, our shining star is definitely our setter, Ava Tortorello. She comes from a volleyball family, so it's just a very high IQ. We have a lot of attackers, so when our first contact is clean, we really hit on all cylinders. And that has a lot to do with Charlotte Cronister, who is going to Northwestern next year on scholarship to play volleyball. Yeah, she is an exceptional athlete. And we also have Kelsey Watkins, who just committed to Furman and will be a freshman there next year on their volleyball program. We also have Katie Kay, who has shown to be such a versatile player. She's played left side and right side for us throughout the season and just has a variety of shots and range. So we have a lot of uh, very, very capable attackers. What do you know about your opponents tonight, the Hancock Eagles? Not much because they are outside of our conference. I did a little bit of research and seen that we have had one mutual opponent so I think that we are very well prepared for this match. Congratulations on getting here and good luck on the night we'll talk to you after. Thank you very much High School Holla So I'm Alex Grossel and I'm coaching at Walter Payton for the Grizzlies and we're just really excited to be here tonight these girls for state playoffs they've just been keeping themselves positive and having fun through it and making sure we're moving together as a team and not an individual goal but a collective goal. Coach tell us about the overall season and the journey it took to get the Grizzlies here? Um, the overall season has been definitely a journey and they've been working towards it. We started off with, we're young, so we started off with not a lot of chemistry and seeing 
seeing these girls play together now. It's a whole different group. How does it feel? Sectional semifinals with this group of young ladies. Having it be my first year with these girls feels pretty darn good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> good luck, coach. I'll talk Thank to you later. Much. Talk to you later. High School Holla. Join now with the head coach of the Warriors, Mark McCoskey. Your girls made it this far. Tell me about the overall season and the journey it took to get here. Oh, we've been fighting hard all year. Uh, we've had some obvious ups and downs, but we're on a roll lately, and our girls have been hungry and fighting every single point, and we're excited to be here. Tell me, what is it about these young ladies that makes the, the effort to get this far? You guys have unfinished business? We absolutely do have unfinished business. Uh, we made it this far last year, so we're looking to get another game up and try to advance to the sectional final. But the grit that these ladies have all year long. Most matches were down three, four points. They keep fighting. We come back. Um, overall, we are 36 and 12 within uh, games this year, not matches, but games. Tell me about some of these shining stars that were key for the Warriors getting this spot. Uh, the hustle of our setters, uh, number three, Sadi Rios Diaz. She's unrelentless. Uh, wherever that ball is, she's getting to it. So we don't have to worry about that second ball. We know our setter will get that. Our outside hitter, who's only a sophomore, Giselle Gonzalez. Gonzalez, number seven. The experience that she brings and the uh, just the power that she brings to the team, it's, it's contagious. What do you know about your opponents tonight, the Peyton Grizzly? Peyton is a uh, perennial CPS powerhouse team. They're usually in the top four, top five of the city. So we're excited to get a chance to play them as they're in the uh, the higher division. We're in the Red North. So anytime we get an opportunity to play one of the higher of teams, we get a, you know, a little extra uh, oomph behind that. <laughs> Coach, I wish you and the Warriors good luck tonight. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. The first game had the Latin Romans defeating the Hancock Eagles in two sets, 25-2, 25-7. In game two had the Peyton Grizzlies over the Western House Warriors also in two sets, 25-11 to 11 in both sets. That would end the Chicago Public Schools run in Class 3A girls volleyball. The Public League had one lone representative in girls volleyball Class 4A, the Whitney Young Dolphins who competed last night in the Super Sectionals against one of the best teams in the nation, ranked 12th and ranked number one in the state of Illinois, the Marist Red Hawks. The Whitney Young Dolphins fell to the Red Hawks in two sets, 25-10 and 25-13. Great effort by all the teams making it this far in state. Remember, you can go to the Urban Fieldhouse Media website to find out the current scores taking place in state playoffs and how teams are doing in the Chicago Public League City Football Playoffs too by visiting www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. The H2S2 scoreboard is there for you. Coming up next, we talk with Perspective Leadership Academy head boys basketball coach, Curtis Strong, our guest on the H2S2 Basketball Preview. We're talking Warriors basketball next on the High School Holler Sports Show. This is Jeffrey Oakley. And Hi, this is Corey Harris with the Perspective Basketball Team, and you're tuned into the High School Holler Sports Show. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. HouseMedia.com and in the subject line type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in a hundred words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the high school holla sports show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> I'm Coach Strong, coach of the Perspectives Warriors, and we support H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Exclusive hot new high school holla. 
Welcome everyone to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We are here at Perspective Leadership Academy High School, home of the Warriors. We are joined by their head basketball coach, Curtis Strong. Welcome to the H2S2 show and our basketball around the rim preview show, coach. How you doing? It's nice to be here. I'm glad you came out to give our school some light because we have a lot of guys here that can play and we've been successful for the last five, five years since I've been here. I think it's time someone understands that Perspective does have a place uh, in the city of Chicago when it comes to basketball. Coach, we appreciate you inviting us to come here. Let's start by telling our listeners, for those who may not know anything about the Perspective Charter School makeups and the different campuses, just explain and let us know how the basketball programs are broken down between the Perspective campuses. Okay, we have well, three campuses total, but a total of uh, two basketball teams. Uh, we have the Perspective Leadership Academy, where Perspective's off in Gresham campus here uh, on 81st in May, and then you have Perspectives MSA. We are Perspectives Auburn Gresham and it's broken down where we have two high schools in this building, which is the Leadership Academy and uh, the School of Technology. And both of those schools are combined to want to make one team. That's how it's broken down here in this campus. And so we have the Warriors here. Correct. And Perspectives Wolves. But we're here to talk Warriors. Now, I heard you briefly mention, but how long have you actually been here at Perspective? I've been here now going on five years uh, as the head boys basketball coach. I came in uh, as the freshman coach. I was supposed to be an assistant, but I uh, he needed me to take over the freshman. And by the end of the year, I, I became the head coach of the program because he left and took another job. Since then, I've been a head coach here and I'm going on five years. Now, Coach Strong, what's your basketball coaching philosophy? philosophy. Uh, playing hard, playing smart, playing together. Because if you play hard, regardless of who you're playing against, there's going to be a game. If you compete at their level, there's going to be a game. It's always going to be competition. They could be top 10, top 100, and it doesn't make a difference. And that's what we've been able to do because guys have brought in to playing hard, playing smart, and playing together right here. That's our motto. Coach, who are some of your coaches' influences, both as a player and now as a coach? Uh, when I was growing up, I, I watched a lot of the Big East, like Georgetown, John Thompson. I was big on watching them, the way they played. They played hard. They weren't giving anybody any breaks. Uh, they didn't care who you was. I watched uh, Jimmy Beheim and they rivalries that they had. Uh, it was it was something else. So I watched those. And some of the guys that I modeled when I played was like Sherman Douglas, who played for Syracuse. It was a couple more players. I know Sherman Douglas is one of those guys that he got at you. He, he could distribute the ball, he could finish, and uh, as well as he could play D, he could guard you from in the end. Now, I don't know if any of the players might re- remember <laughs> back in there, but the Big East, there were some tough rivalries back there, man. St. John's, Providence, some great influences. We always like to acknowledge the coaches who coach along with you on the bench to help get the Warriors set for the season. Talk about your coaching staff for a moment, Coach. Uh, one of my coaches I have now is, uh, he's the sophomore coach now, is Coach Ware. I, uh, I coached him in college, brought him on with me uh, when he was looking to get into the game. Uh, coached him at Kennedy King for two years. He was a Juco All-American. So he comes in with the same tenacity. He knows what we want because that's the same philosophy that I brought here to perspectives the way we did things there. Old school with the bricks, uh, running the stairs. So that's what we do. Uh, and then I have Coach uh, Williams, Curtis Williams. He's a volunteer coach now. He used to be my sophomore coach. And he has has uh, helped the program grow a lot. Then I have uh, Coach Antonio Reese. Uh, he's a volunteer coach as well. But they all bring the same kind of mentality that I'm looking for in a coach uh, with the knowledge of the game and bring the level of intensity to make players and help players get better, not only as basketball players, but as young men. Because we want guys here with high character and guys know how to conduct themselves on and off the court as well. How would you describe Perspective Warriors basketball? Fierce. That's how we play. We don't care if we're down by 20 or up by 20. We're still going to play the same way. In your face, hard-nosed basketball. That's what we do. It doesn't make a difference. So that's the way I describe it, Fierce. The Warriors finished 21-8 and and 6-3 within the Chicago Public League White South Conference. What were the pros and cons that you felt about the 2017 season? The pros when it was when all those guys were clicking and when they were playing together as one, that's when we gelled and we played our best. When those guys sometimes got big-headed and 
assume one was doing more than the other and they would be selfish. This is what hurt us in some of those games. The record, uh, 21 and 8, uh, it was great. But at times, uh, some of those games shouldn't have been as close as they were. But, you know, it was those guys not doing what they were supposed to do at the end of the day. For the most part, it was a good group of guys who loved to play the game and they were committed to being a team here and committed to the program. And those are the kind of guys that we love to have and want around this program. Guys that's committed and willing to buy in and trust that we know what we're talking about and we have their best interest at heart. Coach, what did you learn about last season coming into this season? What I learned is uh, you don't give up on guys during the course of the season, even when things are going bad. A lot of them may face adversities, but you still have to continue to push those guys the same way. But sometimes you have to lighten the load on them and come in office and sometimes give them a hug and let them know you're there for them. Uh, at the end of the day so they can continue to give you everything that they have in them because uh, at the end of the day I'm going to give guys everything that I have. That's one of the things that I learned. I also learned that you have to continue to trust your players on the floor and sometimes you have to listen to them because some they're playing the game and they may see things that you don't see so you have to trust your players. Many people might not understand as a coach when you're preparing a team for a new season. Where did you start in the process to get the Warriors ready for the 2018 season? Well, we started in the summer. Uh, we play a lot of summer league games. Uh, we play at Riverside, Brookfield uh, for the most part. And then we do a lot of traveling to team camps. That was our goal last year. This year we didn't do a lot of traveling. A lot of guys had left the program so we were trying to uh, bring the program back together and, and, and put the pieces back together where we were uh, last year but the year before that, that's, that's why we had the success we've had of 21 and 8 last year because those guys traveled like uh, Dayton team camp uh, Kansas University team camp we've also went to NIU team camp and then we play at Riverside Brookfield twice a week so we're playing every day and then we're working out at least once a week uh, on individual skill things uh, to get those guys better. Now, Coach Strong, what do you hope the returning players and some of the few newer players that's moving up to varsity this year bring to the team for this season? I hope they understand that as you being a senior, uh, you have to trust guys around you. That's the only way you're going to win. Uh, basketball is played with five players for a reason. One man can't win the game. So if you trust the guys around you and you be the leader that you are supposed to be and understand it, I think the game will take care of itself. I'm hoping that these guys will understand and commit and buy into what I'm trying to sell them and what and understanding the success I've had uh, over the years of coaching basketball and this program and uh, other places that I know what it takes to get to the next level of playing at, uh, at college because I've coached at that level, so I know what guys are looking for. So trust that I'm not trying to hurt your game. I'm only trying to help you. That's what I'm looking for, for guys to commit and come out and be solid and hold each other accountable as players on and off the court and in the classroom. Uh, Coach Strong, talk about some of the young men. Who will you expect some big things from this year? Ray Harris, uh, last year, he stepped in. He, he started off kind of slow, but I kept trusting that he would get it because he knew what I wanted, but he just didn't trust himself at that point. And uh, he came in one game, and uh, he took us over the top with a couple of big threes that, that broke the game wide open. And that built his confidence, and he continued to get minutes, and he played solid minutes for us last year. But that's because he entrusted in itself and I always tell my guys if I put you on the floor I'm trusting you so just play and relax Kyrie Townsend he's come back uh, he took a year off for what reason I don't know but he seemed to miss it so he contacted me over the summer <laughs> good kid and uh, I think he can bring what I was looking for in a point guard to open the floor up he sees the floor well he gets he picks his spots he's patient and that's what I'm looking for and I'm pretty sure he can help us uh, with everything that he brings to the floor. Jeff Oakley over here, he's a sophomore. Came here last year, he didn't play because he was a transfer, but the season had already started when he got here. But this kid has a high upside. He can put the ball on the floor. He's a slasher, long kid that can get to the rack. Uh, he loves the floater, but he gets there and he finishes. Uh, he has some big games over the summer. Jeff has to understand, so he has to pick up his level of intensity uh, if he wants to get there. He has the talent and the capability, but 
that everything has to be at 100 sometimes, especially when you're in practice. And that's what he has to understand as a young player. I'm putting him in a situation that you have to be ready now. And then we have Maurice Reese here. Uh, kid came over. He's going to come in and play some big minutes for us. Uh, he can get to the basket, finish, uh, pick and pop. A lot of guys don't shoot the mid-range anymore. He can hit that, uh, and that's a plus because everybody think uh, you have to hit a three to be good or get to the next level. You don't. As a guard, you, if you can hit that mid-range shot or take what the defense gives you, hit those open shots, you'll be able to make it because it's about being solid as a guard. If you look around, that's basically what I got here. So we got it. <laughs> and then we have uh, Anthony Small. Kid, he can stroke that thing. He can shoot it. He just got to trust it. It's going to be all right because sometimes you get a little jittery. So we got to get the jitters out of them. So I'm trying to get them out of them now. These guys are pretty new. Uh, so I'm going to break them in. I think their first introduction to me is when I told them to grab some bricks and slide. And they looked at me like, hold on. Uh-uh. <laughs> This ain't the place for me, but, you know, but you see it. Yeah, they, now they understand what I was trying to do, what we're trying to do here. I think these five guys here be big contributors of what we're trying to do. They commit and they get everybody else to commit and be solid and hold guys accountable. It only takes one or two guys to hold guys accountable and then everybody else will fall in line. But it's about the way you're doing it, too. You got to understand how to do it. That's what I hope these guys do because the season is right around the corner. We have no time to waste. Now, when we return after the break, we'll meet these few warriors from Perspective Leadership Academy next on the H2S2 show. Praise the Lord. Need life? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. This is Anthony Small representing Perspectives Words, and you are tuning in to High School House. Welcome back to the High School Hall of Sports Show and our H2S2 Basketball Preview. We are with Curtis Strong, the head basketball coach of Prospective Leadership Academy Warriors and a few of those veteran players that he spoke about. Coach Strong, man, you got yourself a, a nice little five here. I picked these five guys because they will contribute a lot to what we're doing. I believe they brought in to what we're trying to do and be successful in this program and I think they want success, not only as basketball players but as young men uh, and to be educated. Educated. This is why I believe they pick perspectives and allow me to be their coach. They're good young men with high character, and I have a lot of respect for them. All right, let's take an opportunity to talk with these five young men from the Perspective Leadership Academy Warriors basketball squad. I'll let them reintroduce themselves. Let's start with the seniors. We got two seniors, two juniors, and a sophomore. Sophomore looking all mean and stuff. That's all right. You'll be a junior and senior soon. Let's start with the introduction of these five young men. Start with the senior. Hello, my name is Corey Harris. I play the small four and shooting guard position. My name is Carrie Townsell. I play point guard and shooting guard for Perspective Warriors. My name is Maurice Reese, and I play point guard and shooting guard for Perspective Warriors. My name is Anthony Small, and I play shooting guard and point guard for the Perspective Warriors. I'm not going to call you a sophomore. We'll call you the sensational sophomore. That's what we call you. My name is Jeffrey Oakley, and I play everything. That's just athlete. That's what he said. That's what he said, fellas. He's called you an athlete. I want I want each of you to share your experience in attending Perspective Leadership Academy and playing basketball for the Warriors. Let's start with you. It's been fun. 
Um, I got to get to know a lot of people, and I learned a lot from Coach Strong. Ten in perspective leadership, it really changed my life, kind of. And playing basketball for Strong changed my life, too. Made me more mature. Uh, it's been good playing at school, real supportive. And, you know, being able to be a student athlete, it really helps you and makes you want to have high expectations for yourself and go hard at what you do. Uh, my experience being here, I'd say it was a little confusing at first because, you know, I'm a transfer and I was new, and I didn't really know what was going on. But after, like, a few weeks, I had to adjust, and I feel like it's fun. Everybody cool. We all family. For my, you know, short amount of time, it's been fun. I experienced a lot of new stuff. In my very little time, I learned a lot from Coach Strong. All right, now, any one of you guys can answer this question, seniors. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the veterans of this Warriors basketball squad. When you look back at last season, how would you and your teammate look back at it? Seeing my team from last year, we had two big men and the rest was guards. We all worked it hard. We did what my coach wanted us to do. We listened and we tried our hardest. And now I look on this year, we are a team full of guards and all we have to do is just listen to Coach Strong and play as hard like we wanted to play as like it's our last game. Now, what's different about this year's team? Some of the personnel has changed. You guys lost some players. You got some players. And one of the players who came back, we're going to let you answer this one. What's different this year? What you going to bring different to the floor? So we are a very small team. I think we average about like 5'9", 5'10". So what's different has been our personnel on the court. We got to get used to playing at a much faster pace. You guys got to get you used to cutting and keep moving and set screens for each other. You know, always got to be a big man setting screens and a big man getting each other open. So you just really got to get a feel for a whole different offensive set. When we get it, I feel like we'll be a threat to every two we play. Now, I got to ask, you missed it, did you? You missed the Warriors. <laughs> what brought you back? Going straight home after school. You know, you play a sport when you start off so young and you get away from it. You see, like, all oh, them coming in with a new apparel. And just knowing that you could contribute to the team, it just kind of hits you when you go home and just want to make you come back and just show, like, make up for the time you went thus. Was it good being back in the fold? Yeah, it's good. I want to ask the juniors this question. What does it take to make this Warriors basketball squad? What kind of person do What kind of player do I need to be? What kind of student do I need to be to be on this squad? I feel like you have to be a team player. We, we all just get along well. We just want to win. If we want to win, like, play hard, do what we got to do, I feel like ain't nobody going to be able to beat us. Too easy. Just do your work. Don't get in trouble. Have no tractors. You'll be okay. Yeah, going back to what he said, you got to be student first, but then when you come to the team, you got to be a team player. You got to communicate and work hard, and then you got to want everybody else to work hard. I like that. Now, I like that. I'm going to go over here to the sensational sophomore himself. I'm going to let you tell me, how would you describe prospective leadership Warriors basketball? I'll describe it as a winning team. Well, I'm younger than all of them, and I look up to all of them. Role models. Do you try to hand it to the upper class? Y'all on the floor, you try to give it to them, though. Yeah. <laughs> Each of you get an opportunity to answer this question. What kind of coaches Coach Strong? He's a teacher. He he a role model. He a father figure to me. Coach Strong is cool, man. He's like a second father to me. And he helped me mature and be a better person. Coach Strong is a, he's a motivated and supportive coach. Uh, he be here for a lot of guys. Do more than a coach usually would do. So yeah, I'm real appreciative to have a coach and a presence like him each and every day showing us how to be committed and, you know, actually wanting guys to get better, not just wanting to be, you know, a platform. He actually shot a platform with all of us like now, giving us this opportunity as players. So it's a real good to have somebody around like that. I feel like Coach Strong, he a great coach. He'll, you know, play around with you sometimes, but he'll be serious. Like, he'll teach you life lessons and still be, you know, as a joker of person. And, you know, you just got to work hard. If you don't work hard, then gonna be track stars <laughs> for our listeners you gonna do some running yeah I feel like I feel like Coach Strong he a great coach he want everybody to like learn you gotta pay attention to what he's saying cause it's, it can help you a lot and I feel like he could really help this team and we could go far final question and I'm gonna let each of you answer this one as well what would you guys like to tell the Perspective Leadership Academy Warriors fans and our listeners on what to expect this 2018 season well expect a winning record and expect us to play hard every night every home game away game we're gonna play hard expect greatness that's it that's all I think our fans should expect some fast-paced games. Uh, it should be real entertaining, but more importantly, see us working hard and being able to display our progress and the work we put in. 
our fans should expect that we're not backing down from no team. We're going to work harder than the next player and the next team in the city. And we just going to win. Expect us to compete. Bottom line, one word, compete. I'm going to give you guys an opportunity. As we say on the show, holler at the people who will be listening to you today. I would like to holler at my mama, my grandma, and thank you for all the things y'all did for me. And I'm going to do this for y'all. I would like to give a shout out to my, my mom and my brother and my other sister and my pops. I would like to holler at everybody that attend Perspective Leadership Academy. You know, my family, my mother, my little brother, and my uncle. You going for an office somewhere in this <laughs> school government, I see. I like to holler at my family, my teammates, Coach Strong, and all of the rest of the students around the building. Thank you guys for joining us in this basketball preview. Coach Strong, real quick, when you hear those words of how your players spoke so highly of the effect you have on their life, how did that make you feel? It makes me know I'm not doing what I'm doing for nothing. It makes me understand that they are getting it. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it, but they do understand where I'm trying to go and where I'm trying to push them to. So it makes me feel good and continue to want to uh, coach and help young men build their lives, not only through basketball. And if it takes through basketball to do it, then that's what I'm here for. Now, Coach, as we spoke of, the season's coming up quick. Evaluate the talent you have on this team. Right now, we, we, we're still in the processing stages, but I evaluate these guys at a two-win conference. That's the way I evaluate them because I know at the end of the day, we're going to come together in jail uh, and they're going to buy in. Uh, I entrust that these guys know what to look for and know what we want as a team and as a group. Let's talk about the competition you guys will face in the White South Conference. Coach, it's stacked. Yes, I'm not sure what a lot of guys have. I know we lost a lot last year coming into this year, so I'm not sure what a lot of teams have. So it will be something new and fresh to us to see what we're competing against. But I always say I can't worry about what the next team has. I can only worry about what we have and get them ready to go. And that's all I do. Now, Coach, is there any team or any game on your schedule that our listeners come out and see these Warriors? And not only that, but that would tell you where your team is in, at some point in the season? Uh, in conference, it'll probably be Brooks and uh, Longwood. Those have always been tough games for us. Brooks just uh, dropped down from the red. From what I hear, they got a pretty decent squad coming back. Longwood, uh, they've always competed with us at a, at a high level. Those are some of the in-conference games that I think will be kind of tough for us. Uh, also, we play TF North, who has a young squad who's pretty good over there with Tim Bankston. Uh, we go a long way back. Feel sweet one to have, right? Yes, he would, because he, he loves talking about, uh, I'm going to beat the city every time he come here. So we play out there, and then we play Glen Bardis, uh, which is pretty good. Those are some of those games, and I believe Julian is it'll be a tough one in conference. Coach Parker over there, Julian. So I know we got Leo on our schedule as well. We have a tough schedule, and then we have Urban Prep as well, and and it's right after Leo. During that month of well January first, and we play the first, the second, and then this one stretch we playing almost five games in six days. Coach, the players, before we got on the air, was telling me about this uh, big game between the prospective schools. Yes, uh, a few years ago, we talked to AD and Tyree Jackson to getting something that we could hold for bragging rights for the years as opposed to just talking. So he brought the gold ball. It's called Prospective Showcase. It happens every year. This year, it's on January the 26th, I believe. All prospective schools play each other. And the highlight of the highlight of the years where the varsity teams collide with each other. So I guess say the the clash of the uh, Warriors and the Wolves. It's a big thing. People were hanging off the rafters just to see this game. They, it's really a big thing. Players was telling me they like the ball to stay here. The gold ball stays here. <laughs> yes, it stays here. So so far since we since we've uh, ignored the gold ball uh, two years ago, uh, it's been here since then. Yeah, we try to keep the gold ball here. <laughs> now, what are some of the goals? I know you mentioned winning the conference. Are there any other goals that you have set for the Warriors this year? I would like for us to at least finish 500 and win conference, like you stated. Uh, but I would also like uh, for these seniors to leave successfully and graduate and go on to play basketball somewhere else uh, at another level. If it's JUCO, so they can get better, uh, let it be. But at least it'll be able to further their education and get better as basketball players because if it's something that you love doing, uh, it never seems like work. 
that's my goal to help these guys get better as players and as young men and to build this program to one of the elite programs in the city of Chicago. Now, Coach Strong, we let the players tell the fans. I got to give you an opportunity to tell the fans, too. Let's tell these listeners and the Warriors fans what they can expect from your squad this season. Hard-nosed basketball. Fast pace, get up and down. In you basketball, tenacious. Like I said at the beginning, fierce. That's how we coming, and we're not going to stop. Uh, we're going to push it down your throat. We're going to get in you 94 feet. We're going to guard you. Daddy Best, Nolan Richardson for Arkansas. 40 minutes of hell. But in this instance, it's only, what, uh, 36 minutes in? Uh, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll take that. We'll add the other minutes in the warm-up and the, the post-game. That's it. That's it. Well, Coach, got to give you an opportunity as well to give out a holler to those who have supported you, your time here, Perspectives, and Warriors basketball. Who would you like to holler at today? Uh, I would like to uh, thank the athletic director, Tyree Jackson, uh, who's always been supportive of what we're doing and what we're trying to do. The principal, uh, Mr. Aaron Powell, they've always supported and his father has always supported this program 100%. They hold my guys accountable. They try to make me hold them accountable. I'm already on it. And uh, my wife are putting up with me uh, on these late nights because sometimes I, I leave out the house at 6 in the morning during the basketball season. I don't get home to 10 on most nights. So she doesn't see me. So good thing most of the children are grown and gone. So <laughs> you know I would like to thank those people and I would like to thank Perspectives uh, as a whole, as an organization for giving me the opportunity to uh, be a part of this program and help these young men grow and help build this program to, like I say, uh, one of the elite programs in the city of Chicago. Well, Coach Curtis Strong, we wish you and the 2018 Perspective Leadership Academy Warriors basketball squad much success this season. Thank you for joining us again on the High School Hall of Sports Show and our basketball preview. Thank you for having us and uh, High School Holler. I know it's going to be a success and we thank you for uh, giving us this platform, this opportunity to let everyone know what Perspectives Basketball is all around here on 81st in May. All right, you better watch out because here come the Warriors. Warriors on three, family on six. One, two, three. Warriors. Four, five, six. We want to thank everyone for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We also want to thank all of the guests on this week's show. Our football coaches from Brooks, Benjamin McCall, and from Urban Prep, Bronzeville, Brian Bradley. Our girls volleyball coaches from Hancock, Cynthia Mantilla, Walter Paytons, Alexandra Grossel, Westinghouse, Mark Makarski, and Latin, Bryn Kehoe. Our student reporter, Alex Burstyn, doing an awesome job repping for the Taft Eagles. And also, all of the shining stars that joined us this week from Latin, Peyton, and Perspective Leadership Academy. A lot of fun talking with all of you as well. Remember, there's a lot of games taking place throughout the city today. Make sure you go out and show some support to these schools competing for a state title, even if it isn't your school. These young people are some of the best in the state, and they represent for the city of Chicago and CPS. Young people, here's this week's quote, and it comes from CompeteEveryday.com. It says, let them doubt, let them talk down, let them laugh. Let them believe you'll never be good enough or strong enough to win. Then let them watch you prove them wrong. So let's go get it, Chicago Public League. I'm headed out to see some of this happen myself today. Check us out on social media, Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, give us a like on our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. We appreciate the love from you. And please share the H2S2 show with your circle of friends. I want to remind all of you that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many of the past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my iPhone and iTunes users out there, go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. If you like SoundCloud, you can follow and listen to us there as well. Just search for us on those by typing the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every Saturday at 12 noon. Remember, God loves you and we do too. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, headed to cheer on the public lead today. Until next week, I'm
Preschool Holla.